Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Grammar Girl here. I'm Mignon Fogarty. This week, I have a clarification about MacGyver and a meaty middle about semicolons. Also, my advanced AP-style webinar is on September 13th, about a week from now. So if you're interested, check it out soon. I'll put a link in the show description. And now, on to MacGyver. Last week, when I was talking about the difference between duct tape and duct tape, I described it as that especially strong tape that helps you MacGyver your way through life. And a listener named Judith asked, where did MacGyver come from as a verb? And I had to laugh because, of course, many of you would have no idea what I was talking about. I'm so sorry. I spend half my life thinking about why we say unusual phrases like to boot and beyond the pale. And I had a huge blind spot about MacGyver because it's so familiar to me. MacGyver was a TV show in the United States that was popular when I grew up in the 1980s. I actually can't remember much about it, except that it became a joke in my family that MacGyver could fix almost anything with duct tape. The best overview I could find comes from Wikipedia. Quote, the show follows secret agent Angus MacGyver, who was educated as a scientist in physics. Resourceful and possessing an encyclopedic knowledge of the physical sciences, he solves complex problems by making things out of ordinary objects, along with his ever-present Swiss army knife, duct tape, and occasionally matches, unquote. He was a hottie, too. A smart hottie. It's pretty uncommon to use MacGyver as a verb. In a search, it looks like people occasionally use MacGyvering on Reddit, and there's an entry in Urban Dictionary going back to 2005. I found a couple of examples of the past tense, MacGyvered, in the corpus of contemporary American English. Here's one from Skiing Magazine. After more than an hour struggling up the trail with a MacGyvered towing system for nine people plus gear, everyone arrived at the cabin. And this one is from a Technology Review magazine article about ALS patients. Many of them, he saw, were adapting to the challenges of their disease with creative tactics, such as switching to electric toothbrushes when they lost their manual dexterity, or rigging up remote control systems to accomplish tasks they could no longer perform themselves. Quote, my favorite TV show as a kid was MacGyver, a show about an adventurer who would escape peril using items like duct tape and a Swiss army knife. And these patients had MacGyvered their own solutions, Wicks says. 
Notice that the person being quoted essentially gives a definition of MacGyver before using it as a verb, which is a good clue that he doesn't consider it to be a common word that readers would immediately understand. I found two more examples for MacGyvering, so maybe the verb will make it into the dictionary one day. But for now, you should consider it slang. I get a lot of questions about semicolons, so it's time to clear up some confusion. There are four main reasons to use semicolons. To separate clauses, to create variety, to emphasize relatedness, and to separate items in a complex list. First, let's talk about separating clauses. Semicolons separate things. Most commonly, they separate two main clauses that are closely related to each other, but could stand on their own as sentences if you wanted them to. Here's an example. I have a big test tomorrow. Semicolon. I can't go out tonight. The two clauses in that sentence are separated by a semicolon and could be sentences on their own if you put a period between them instead. I have a big test tomorrow. Period. I can't go out tonight. Next, one reason you might choose to use a semicolon instead of a period is if you wanted to add variety to your sentence structure. For example, you might use a semicolon if you thought you had too many short, choppy sentences in a row. Another reason to use a semicolon is to draw attention to how related your two clauses are. The semicolon in our example sentence highlights that the reason you can't go out tonight is that you have a big test tomorrow. You wouldn't write, English is my fifth period class, semicolon, I can't go out tonight. Because those two main clauses have nothing to do with each other. I can't think of a single reason why English being fifth period would mean you can't go out tonight. Now, as an aside, you should never use a semicolon and a coordinating conjunction, such as and, so, and but, to join two main clauses. That's the job of a comma. If you want to use a coordinating conjunction, you'd write it like this. I have a big test tomorrow, comma, so I can't go out tonight. But there are a couple of instances where it's okay to use a semicolon with a coordinating conjunction. First, if you have a long sentence with multiple independent clauses, and some of those clauses contain internal punctuation, such as a comma, you can use a semicolon with a coordinating conjunction to make the separation between clauses more clear. Here's an example. If you want me to go out tonight, comma, you need to help me with my homework first, semicolon. And if you say no, comma, I'll know that you don't really care about going out. Because each half of that long sentence is a conditional clause, an if clause, that must contain a comma, it's okay to use a semicolon before the and that separates the two parts. You could make them two sentences, but you don't have to. And because they're so closely related, it makes a lot of sense to have them be together and joined by a semicolon. The and after the semicolon is actually optional in this case. You need to help me with my homework first, semicolon, and if you say no, I'll know you don't really care. But I think it adds to the flow of the sentence. The second time it's okay to use a semicolon with a coordinating conjunction also occurs when you have a lot of commas. It's when you need to separate list elements that contain commas themselves. Here's an example. 
This week's winners are Joe from Reno, Nevada, semicolon, Diane from Phoenix, Arizona, semicolon, and Matt from Irvine, California. Because each item in the list requires a comma to separate the city from the state, you have to use a semicolon to separate the items themselves. Notice again that both times you can use a semicolon with a coordinating conjunction, such as and, it's because commas are already being used for something else, so using another comma could confuse your readers. Finally, you use a semicolon when you use a conjunctive adverb or transitional phrase to join two main clauses. Conjunctive adverbs are words such as however, therefore, and indeed. And here's an example of how you could use them with semicolons. I have a big test tomorrow, semicolon. Therefore, comma, I can't go out tonight. A transitional phrase is something like, for example, or in other words. A sentence with a transitional phrase could read like this. I have a big test tomorrow, semicolon. As a result, comma, I can't go out tonight. Sometimes people seem frustrated because they have to remember to use commas with coordinating conjunctions and semicolons with conjunctive adverbs most of the time. If you can't keep the difference straight, it can help to remember that commas are smaller than semicolons and go with coordinating conjunctions, which are almost always short two- or three-letter words. Small words, small punctuation mark. Semicolons are bigger, and they go with conjunctive adverbs and transitional phrases, which are almost always longer than three letters. Bigger words, bigger punctuation. I'll put a list of the different kinds of connectors on the website. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl. Thanks to Timothy in Oklahoma City and Georgia Rose Books in the UK for leaving nice reviews on Apple Podcasts. Grammar Girl is part of the Quick and Dirty Tips podcast network, and you can find hundreds of articles in all the other Quick and Dirty Tips podcast hosts at quickanddirtytips.com. That's all. Thanks for listening. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. At Capella University. You'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.